This is the Small Church Media Podcast with Mark Hyde. It's been another week, so you know it's time for another episode of the Small Church Media Podcast. I love hanging out with you guys every single week. I hope you guys know that. Some of you guys have actually reached out to me on Facebook and also on Instagram just to connect and ask questions. And honestly, that's probably been my favorite part of doing this entire podcast. Because here's the deal. I love kicking out content. I love having conversations. I love being able to teach But at the same time, it's kind of lonely (laughs) sitting on the backside of the microphone, just hoping that someone is actually out there listening. So when you guys are out there and you reach out and let me know that you're listening, it just absolutely makes my day. So I'm going to take care of this housekeeping right off the bat. Go down to the show notes or just find me online, Mark with a C. If you just look Mark Hyde on Facebook or on Instagram, look for my face. It has like a green background with the blacked out pic black and white picture. And I would love to connect with you over there or just search Mark Hyde Creative over on Facebook. You can do that also. Last week, we talked about the five questions to prepare your digital media for 2022. And I hope you guys asked those five questions of every single thing that you are doing to make sure that you are not wasting your time, your effort, your energy on stuff that, let's be honest, are good if you're able to do them, but why not buckle down and do the few things that you do and do them really well? And last week, since I figured we were talking about mission and vision behind your digital media, I want to throw an idea out there for you to start a new ministry that is designed to reach your people and further stay connected with them and potentially even create a new teaching platform for you. You know, we're living in the digital era, which means that, you know, more and more platforms and places and things and companies and restaurants and shopping centers, they're all moving online. You know, everything from shopping just on Amazon or, hey, even Target and Target Pickup, which, okay, can we just, let's be honest, Target Pickup is the greatest thing since sliced bread. But, you know, ordering food with Uber Eats or even just watching TV, it's all done digitally and instantly, and you never have to leave the comfort of your home. And in recent years, church leaders have started debates that if the church should step into this online arena and have digital platforms, many pastors and churches have risen to the challenge and have created these really large online ministries, these really cool online worship services, you know, full of like the pre-service content, news like banner reels, amazing, amazing videography and audio. And it honestly, maybe you're like this, like me, I see that and go, I can't touch that. So I'm not even going to try. And then so many pastors also established these really huge social media presidents, uh, presidents, I just said presidents, <laughs> social media presences. Others, though, have pushed back and said that the church should never be online, and it was never designed to be online. And then there's some people who are in the middle. These are the people that know that online is here to stay, but understand that the church is supposed to be the gathering of the called out ones. These are people that know that they can reach more people online and further grow their people online, but they may not think that they have the time, the energy, and the budget to do it. And if this is you, 
I hope, well, I mean, I hope you're going to love today's episode, but I think you're really going to love today's episode because in this episode, we're going to break down some of these barriers to getting your church's online presence established. We're going to go over a few quick ways that your church can start an online ministry. Now think about this ministry, just like the student ministry, the children's ministry, women's men ministry, an online ministry, and why you should think about this moving into the new year. And let me just say, when I say online ministry, again, I'm talking about starting an online ministry, not to grow grow your church numerically, not to grow your own online presence in your own platform, but I'm talking about an online ministry to reach your own church members. So to get started, here's just a few reasons why maybe you should consider starting an online ministry of your church. Number one is your people are online. That's a fact. We don't need to talk about it. Your people are online. Number two, you are able to meet people where they're at in life and go with them. Think about this, right? We've always heard excuses of people can't go to church because they have basketball games. They got cheerleading practice. They got to run errands. They got to do this. They have this extracurricular. They have a lot of kids and just getting to the church, especially when there's no childcare, is darn near impossible. But think about it this way. With an online platform, you can literally meet people in their living rooms while they're at the gym, while they're grocery shopping, be in their ears and constantly push them towards Jesus. Here's a third reason why you should maybe consider starting an online ministry is you're able to make your sermon last the entire week. We'll talk more about that here in just a second. But again, starting an online ministry for your church is different than trying to create a platform. It's different than trying to become a YouTuber, but literally it's just another way to minister to your people using online tools, which many are actually free. Many of these tools are actually free. Now, sometimes you need to pay for equipment to do it, like this podcast right now, just so you know, I have a $99 microphone, all right? And that plugs into my computer. I put some stuff at the beginning and the end to make it, you know, have a bit of a vibe. And then we push it out. Super low key, super low budget. The other podcast that I do, we have a YouTube presence where we have a legit live stream set up with the DSLR camera and a computer. We have a five, six, uh, $600 mixing council. We have our microphones. We all do all this. We have thousands of dollars put into just that podcast alone. But at the end of the day, you can literally just rock with a hundred bucks, or if you do it right, just your phone that you already have and go completely free. But, but either way, we can talk about that more later, but we're going to talk about some ideas as to where you can get started with this online ministry for your people. Here's number one. You can go live on Facebook and Instagram. This is a really easy one, just going live on Facebook or Instagram. If your church has a Facebook page or an Instagram page and have people you know, already following it, make it a point to just show up. Whether you wanna do behind the scenes tours of the office, do some staff interviews, answer questions that people have, just make it a point to show up on people's social media feeds. Now, here's something to keep in mind if you decide to do this. And I know a lot of pastors were doing this around the Christmas time, around COVID, where they record themselves on their phone from kind of far back and do it. But every time you go online, A, you got to make sure your audio quality is good because if it's not, it's quiet. If it's just kind of airy, spacey, and seems boring, people aren't going to pay attention. But more than just that, you need to have a purpose when you go 
online. Don't just hop online and quote unquote, hang out. And you know what? Some people might actually like that, that you just hop on and hang out, but many people will not. And they'll click, they'll watch for 10 seconds and then bounce if they don't, if they know there's no purpose to you going online versus the fact that you're just going online and you're not really doing much. You know what? Maybe this is just an away, uh, maybe away. Maybe this is a way for you to experiment with going live on Facebook or Instagram. And again, this is just based on where your people are actually at and based on your church demographics. But one ex- way to maybe experiment with this is to create some FOMO, you know, the fear of missing out. We talked about this earlier around you going live. Here's an idea. Before a sermon starts on a Sunday, take a little bit of time to let people take a sheet of paper and write down questions that they have. Now, these could be hard questions of life, of ethics, of their faith, of the Bible, of cultural issues, whatever you want it to be, let people take actual time in the service to write those questions down. Now, A, I think this is good for sermon series in general. However, you can take these questions and then tell people at a certain time, like, you know, Wednesday at like nine o'clock PM. So you can get the most, most bandwidth or Wednesday at seven or Thursday at whatever time you want to do it. The nice thing is when you go live, it stores it still on your Facebook page for people to to do it later. But you can say that you're going to go live at a certain time, like 9 PM on Wednesday and you you are going to answer some of these questions. And you can actually create an event inside of Facebook and invite people to go to it and post a link inside of that event so people know that it's actually going on or connect it to your live. You can even title them where it's say, hey, we're going to answer the top five questions about the Bible, or we're going to answer um, should Christians smoke pot or something like that based on what people ask and create a little sense of people saying, oh, I want to hear this. You go online, you go live on Facebook on your phone, keep it short. Don't go for a half hour unless you think that's going to be worth it. But literally just take like five minutes and answer these questions and just go for it. And then when you're done, don't stall, just end it. But tell people when you're going to go live, be prepared to go live and then kill it when you go live. So going live on Facebook or Instagram is a really easy way to get started. The second one is actually what we're doing right now, and that's a start in audio podcast. And podcasts are becoming the fastest way that people are starting to binge content. In fact, most companies are starting to realize this and they're starting podcasts for their own people. I mean, <laughs> let's just be honest. You're listening to a podcast right now, which proves that people want to listen to podcasts. And if your people are in a podcast, I think maybe you should start one. Now, here's the deal. Okay. Podcasts are really hard to get traction. And here's why. People first have to be interested in whatever you're talking about. The second is people, since more podcasts are becoming popular, your audio quality has to be amazing. And number three, people already have favorite podcasts. So by you creating another one, you might potentially have to be competing with what they already listened to. But think about it this way, okay? Most churches have Sunday schools, right? Or maybe you had Sunday school. And what was the main purpose of Sunday school? It was to learn more about Jesus, theology, parenting, a book of the Bible, but basically it was just another time for a Sunday school teacher to teach the people 
that's more in a teaching style more than in a preaching sermon style. And sure, you know, Sunday schools were all about connecting with one another and creating community around that. But in today's world, people are going out and finding their own connections in their own community and not necessarily relying on a Sunday school to do it. I think connect groups are a better option where people can come around the center idea and have conversations about it. But Sunday schools with a Sunday school teacher where you're teaching some sort of content is starting to go by the wayside. So if you want to teach your people something that is more of a luxury style that you don't want to do from the pulpit, you often would turn it into a Sunday school and have Sunday school teachers for that. But since people are not coming to Sunday school anymore, you need to reach them in a new way. And I honestly think podcasts are the way to go. And you know what? There's so many ways to create free podcasts. And if you're curious how to start and develop a podcast for your church, (laughs) stay tuned. I'm working on something kind of cool with that. But at the end of the day, starting a podcast for your church could actually be a huge win. And again, it... uh I wasn't going to talk about this, but, but but let's do it. Most Sunday schools have really sucky attendance. Let's just be honest. You might have 10 people, you might have 15 people. So if you think about it this way, when you start a podcast and you're going to see the stats, you might be kind of sad about how the stats go. They might start really strong, people are excited, but then you might only get maybe five to 10 downloads per week. The question is, is if those people are actually listening to your podcast, that means they want to listen and they want to engage. So isn't it worth it to create content for those five to 10 people who really want to engage with it in the same way that a Sunday school teacher would prepare for a Sunday school people or Sunday school size class of 10? And they might not really pay attention. They might just be there for their kids. Honestly, you can't track ROIs on stuff like this, but I really do think that it's a cool idea to start a podcast for your church. The third way about how you can start an online ministry is by creating YouTube and Facebook videos. Okay, so follow this this line of thought with me, all right? So you you prepared your sermon with all the hours of study, you put it together, you wrote your outline, you went up on stage, you preached it, you went home, you started having lunch, and then you had this really... Um, nagging thought in the back of your mind. And the question was, did anyone even get anything from that? And were they even paying attention? (laughs) So something that I think is super fun for you to try going into 2021 is every single week, create a short little video of quote unquote, going behind the message where midweek people are able to watch a short three to five minute video of you talking about how to take the sermon from Sunday to the next level. It could be an extra thought. It can be a new illustration. It could be a new app or a new application, or maybe, Hey, just a recap, but by creating content for your people that will help them remember what you preached on Sunday, the chances of them sticking with it grows so much more. But here's the deal. It doesn't just need to be a video about the previous sermon, maybe you should make a video about a sermon that is coming up. A church in our area took my advice that they're starting to do this, where they create a video every single week where they are inviting people to church and they're saying, hey, here's what we're talking about. We would love for you to be there. Or hey, maybe if you want, you can create some new content, like create a Bible study that you can post and share online. Now in the show notes on the bottom, I'm going to link to, I said two, but there's actually three different churches that that I want to link to that actually do this either very well or kind of so well. And I know you can do it too. I know one church, for example, their pastor, I think he does a devotion every single day and it's just shot on his iPhone in the church building and they do a super well, super, super good job with it. Another 
other church I know has an entire studio at one of the the elders' houses because they decided to take the plunge and to create an entire digital ministry. So they actually have a podcast that they run that's a part of the church, and then they also have a pastor's roundtable that they produce where they talk about various questions that people have or just thoughts that they're thinking about. So they have a podcast and they also have a YouTube platform that is completely separate, and they do both of those audio, both of those video, and they've gotten a lot of good success with that. Another one, I wish they would do better audio because the the style and the presentation, the videos, eh, it's all right. The audio just, <laughs> the audio is not good. It's really... Uh, you could tell they just set up their camera and they use the microphone that's built into the camera and it does not sound great. But again, the idea is amazing where the pastor sits down with one of the elders and for 10 or 15 minutes, I don't know if it's once a week, once a month, I'll have to go back and look. You can see it in the show notes that they are able to create these conversations around different Bible pastors. They're going to study it. They're going to like they're going to basically to- teach you how to do the SOAP method of how they teach their people how to study the Bible. So they actually not just tell you how to study the Bible, they have videos of them actually doing it. So I'll make sure all of those. One is Pastor Matt Nichols of the uh, Soul Harvest Church. I interviewed him on my other podcast. Super amazing dude. Another one is from Rodney Buse and his church. Oh, His podcast is called... Uh, but what does the Bible say? And they have the other one for their church. I'll link that. And then the last one that I think the audio quality could be good is a local church right here in South Bend in the, the literally just down the road from my house, Oak Tree Community Church. So click those and see what they are doing. But either way, there's so many unique ways for you to start an online ministry, not a, not create a platform, but start a ministry to reach your people. So in this episode, I know I didn't necessarily give you a lot of just action steps, but I hope I just fired you up a little bit to know that you can do this and you can create an online ministry, a digital ministry for your church. But here's the thing you got to remember, okay? This takes time and effort. There's no question. It takes time to do anything and do it well. I know so many people who put hours in preparing Sunday schools for five people. So many youth pastors who prepare their entire student ministry around small groups. And I know so many pastors who put hours and hours into their sermons to preach them multiple times a week. But each of these actions, it's going to sound really bad, but it's true. They live and die within the given time frame. So why not create content that is designed for your church people that is designed to be online where it can live for forever. (laughs) Just, Just a thought. But just like always, guys, I would love it if you enjoyed this conversation to leave me an Apple podcast review. This is another really cool thing that I have. So we just started the new website, smallchurch.media. Every episode has its own page, and each page has a way for you to comment under one of those episodes. I'd love for you to reach out and leave me a comment on one of those on, on one of those posts if you want, or I'd love for you to leave an Apple Podcast review because that is a easy way for people to keep finding the show. Love for you to subscribe so that way every time we come out with a new episode, it automatically gets downloaded to your device and you can listen to it. But more than that, I want to connect with you. So find me online, find me on social media, hit me up. Let's start having the conversations because here's the deal. I love hanging out with you guys every single week. I've loved hanging out with you guys for the many weeks previous. I'm going to enjoy hanging out with you guys for the many weeks to come. So I hope you guys enjoy today's conversation. I'll see you next week. So until then, guys, take it easy. The Small Church Media Podcast is a part of Mark Hyde Creative.